Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, Tyler on the boards. How's everybody doing today? Good. Last podcast <laughs> <Great>. of February. <laughs> That's crazy. It is. February's gone. We missed last week. Yeah. We right. went, we took a our annual sunshine trip. The, what do you call Do you have a name for what we Shell's running relaxing. away. Shell's running away. Shell's <laughs> <laughs> run away and hide for a week. Yeah. So um, get rid of the winter blues. Did, so does going to the beach? Yes. Change your mood for like the springtime coming up, or do you come back with the worst attitude? Um, <laughs> not, not that you have a bad attitude. <laughs> I said that wrong. Not that you have a bad attitude. Just, just. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what I love you. What? <laughs> what I love you. Let me my seat down. So let me not look so tall. Hold <laughs> No, my doesn't. Um, yeah, I think it, I come back refreshed with some ideas and ready to go for springtime. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. That's what I try to do. I'm eager for springtime now. Well, it, it helps me to get away from the winter. Yeah, and to think about new things. And the sunshine makes me want to grill. And especially if I have some rum drinks during the day and it open, it, you know, it helps me think, it helps me create. And I come back with some good ideas, I think. Well, did you try anything in Jamaica that you wanted to bring back and try to recreate? Definitely. Um, you know something now, for breakfast every morning, I like to sit out on my little patio, the beach right there, you know, sun, the warm air blowing on you, sunshine's coming up or whatever, and have my, my go-to breakfast was smoked salmon, which, if, if you know, there's two things I'm not real big on. It's salmon and lamb. Those were the best two things I had this time <laughs> in Jamaica. So it had me, it's got me rethinking my thoughts on salmon and lamb. But every morning we had smoked salmon. And, you know, they serve you these bagels and the cream cheese and the, you know, the capers, capers onions, the onions, tomatoes. and the tomato. The tomatoes is what make it. I don't even know if I'd want to eat the salmon without the tomatoes. But they have the tomatoes there. They taste like tomatoes. They taste like sunshine. They taste like tomatoes are supposed to taste. And I guess it's because it's, you know. We're just get we're used to all this market vegetables this time of year that you can just get at Kroger or Walmart or wherever you shop. And they don't taste near as good in the winter as yeah. our summertime tomatoes. These taste like summertime tomatoes. You can taste the the fresh sunshine acid in these tomatoes. And it makes that little dish. And that's that was my that was one of the, my highlights. I've been wanting you to do a smoked salmon for a while. But I want to do like it cold smoke. It's gonna be a cold smoke yeah. break well, I call it breakfast salmon. Because it's not something that you Eat with vegetables yes. or like a dinner. It's thinly sliced. It'll be it's served smoked, with charcuterie. And you sometimes. eat it cold. Yeah. You know, or I guess yeah, it's probably served chilled or cold. You know, room at least room temp. I've but, always had it served cold. Yeah, but it's it's fabulous. When you go to the Peabody Easter brunch, yeah, that's where you, <laughs> you get. They have yeah, cold smoked salmon. It's really good. A lot of those New Orleans style style brunches, they always have that smoked salmon. Yeah, and it's so good. It's so good. I've got it. So how do you cold smoke a salmon? Do you know yet? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the do time you have to wait till it's cold outside to cold smoke. The temperature needs to be below 80, 90 degrees on your smoker. Okay. You don't really want heat on it. So you could probably, you just need smoke. Yeah. So this time of year is great because you don't really run your pit. Like, so the, the, it's a process of how you do it. First, you've got to create like this salt and sugar, equal parts like coarse sea salt 
And then you can use brown sugar. You could use sugar in the raw. Probably table sugar probably wouldn't be the best choice, but you could. And you mix that up. You can add some black pepper to it. Some I've seen people say they put coriander in it, dill in it, just whatever kind of seasoning. So you're making a rub. Yeah, it's a, but it's a it's basically a cure. Okay. It's a salt sugar cure. So you get your salmon fillet, you trim it up, make sure there's no bones in it. You know, pat it kind of dry, mix that salt rub up or salt and sugar combo, put it in a casserole dish or a bag or something, and then kind of coat all sides of it with that cure mixture and then put it in a refrigerator and just stay in there at least 24 hours. It helps to turn it every 12 hours. It's going to pull a ton of moisture out of the fish. That's what it's doing. It's taking moisture out and it's curing it. It's starting the cooking then, process, like you said. So once it stays, yeah. Once it stays in there, you like for 24 hours, you take it out and you rinse it really well. Not like hard water pressure. Just kind of rinse it off. You don't want to tear the flesh of the fish up. But you'll notice that it's real firm. And, you know, it kind of changed texture and changed looks a little bit. Well, you get it dry again, you put it in a little rack. It's not ready to smoke, cold smoke then. You still got to let it dry about another three or four hours. Form that little tacky outside. It'll it'll kind of get real sticky. And that's that pellicle that's forming on the outside. And that's what adheres the smoke to it. So when you put it in cold smoke, having that letting that pellicle form on it lets it absorb whatever smoke you're giving it. And you can and you I wouldn't go something crazy heavy. I'd use a light smoke, like a you know, a maple or all, you know, something, something that's got, yeah, not light. Hickory. That's right. Yeah. Mesquite. Yeah. You don't want to go, you don't want to go <laughs> super heavy on it. Um, you could probably get so by with is, a little fruit flavored, like a little apple smoked salmon would probably be good. But you never really get it above. Yeah. It's, it's degrees. basically cured at that point. You know, it's, it's, so you could eat it. Yeah. And they do in some countries, like I think it's, I don't know, Scandinavian countries or so they call it gravlocks or something like that. And it's, it's never been smoked. It's just been cured. Cured salmon. Yeah. And you've heard of eating locks. Yeah. Like cream yeah, cheese and locks yeah. or something like that. Same thing. That's just not a smoke version of it. But I think if you do that, you need to leave it in there at least 48, 72 hours. So when they do the saltfish, is that kind of the similar process? I They're don't just... know what they do with that. <laughs> <laughs> They're preserving some kind of name. Yeah. It looks disgusting. I've never But tried I would try, it. you know. Yeah. I, I would try it, yeah. I, because what got me thinking, I tried something in Jamaica that I never tried before. And it was that raw... Carpaccio yellowtail tuna. Yellowtail carpaccio. The yellowtail tuna, I think. Yes. With the ponzu. I love raw fish. It's just raw fish. And you ordered it for dinner one night. And I was like, this. And Malcolm's so afraid of it. And I don't understand why because. (laughs) I don't want to get worms. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't get it from that kind of fish. It should be so fresh. But it was. It was really. So my mindset's changed a little bit on fish. And lamb. And lamb. Well, what ruins me with those. It's like salmon. I went to the grocery store and got it and smoked it before, and it tastes like cat food. And I'm just, I know it's because we're not getting fresh fish. I'm having to buy something that's been frozen and thawed, and you have no clue this how long it's been out of the water. Maple situation. Yeah, it we're is. Not, it is. It is. <laughs> we're not getting the good stuff. You're not getting the good stuff. But when you get the good stuff, it doesn't even taste like fish. Like that, that yellowtail did not taste like fish kind to me. The salmon every morning did not taste like fish to me. It had, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, the smoke, the smoked salmon has almost a, a like a meaty flavor to me, almost like it's a bacon or a ham or something. But it almost melts in your but mouth. But it does it melt in your mouth. Um, but you also had some lamb that you're wanting to come back and recreate too. Yes, I had, were... I had lamb twice. One of them wasn't I wasn't as crazy about it as I was this one dish. They called it um, it was like a Caribbean herb seasoned lamb chop with a jerk reduction, and that dish was phenomenal 
you had it one night, and I said, we got to go back because i got to get that. And they served it with Jamaican-style sweet potatoes, which are totally different than our sweet potatoes. They're almost green. Yeah, yeah, it's almost, <laughs> it is. It looks like a, just a regular red potato, kind of a little bit longer. And but the the outside of it's, it has a green cult tint to it, but yeah. it tastes just like sweet potato, and that was really good. And it had the texture yeah, just like yeah. sweet potato, yeah. But it went real well with that lamb, and I'm just, I mean, I'd never thought of doing a jerk lamb, and it was first off, it didn't taste like lamb. <laughs> it wasn't game. You know, sometimes you get lamb, and it just has a unique. It does. That's almost I like, like that a sweet gaming flavor, and it's, I, a t- it's like a wang. Almost, yeah, yeah, and that's not something I like. But I tasted this, and I was like, "Man, I don't know what they, how they raised their lamb, where they getting, they might, I don't know where they got their lamb from over there, but it was fantastic." That sunshine does something to them. It lambs. does something to it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was really good, so I'm excited about trying that. And they were good sized lamb chops too. I, I want to try it with a small rack, and then. You know, marinate it just like you would some jerk chicken. Not do chops, do a whole rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then sear it and then move it off and then finish it off medium rare and then cut it into chops and then serve it with like a a, a jerk redu- a sauce that we just cook down, kind of, you know, reduce it a little bit to where it's thick, almost like a, you know, a glaze instead of a yeah, sauce yeah. is what it was. Um, you also got some good jerk chicken. which Jerk is a- chicken was fantastic. I think I ate jerk chicken. I don't know how many times every day, every day. I'm in Jamaica. I'm gonna get jerk chicken. And you know, but what surprised me the most was the jerk pork this time. They so their pork, they're not just getting like pork butts like we are. These pork butts still, if if it was pork butt, I didn't see the initial prep of it. Could have been pork belly, but it was big chunks of pork, almost like the jerk, uh, almost like pork belly burn in style. Still had a nice fat cap up. Some of it still had like the outer skin on it, and, and I. That's the one thing that wasn't crazy about because you can't chew that. They didn't yeah, get, it wasn't yeah. crispy or anything. You just chew the but you fat pull it off, off and the fat melts yeah, in your mouth. Yeah. And the meat was tender. And the the key to that was later in the day the jerk was the jerk <laughs> pork was better. I think because they pre cooked it and it had time to kind of you know hold and break down even more. Because when you got it when they first opened, like I did one day, it was like oh, you know it needed to render tough. a little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as the day went on, the jerk the jerk pork got good. But the chicken was stellar. I got to say, uh, a lot of people say that you can't get good food at resorts, but. Hey, the one we were at, the food was fantastic. I'm, I'm a little picky about my food. I know it's good food, I think. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I was highly impressed. What was your favorite thing that you had while out of the country? Uh, uh. To put you on the spot? You didn't think about it? <laughs> you didn't think about it? Are you going to say. All of it? You say Mai Tai? <laughs> I was actually thinking, um, I discovered. Uh, Martinis. You did. Extra dirty <laughs> vodka martinis. Yeah, That's my yeah, new favorite yeah. drink. Tito's dirty, extra dirty martinis. Yeah. They're so, I, I don't understand why I haven't tried them before. Uh, it's good. Yeah. So it's got all the things you like vodka, <laughs> <laughs> and tiny, and salt. <laughs> and salt. <laughs> That's it. It's like a vodka salt drink. Um, this week we released a Mardi Gras shrimp recipe. We did. It's Mardi Gras coming up, and I don't know if everybody celebrates it, but in the South, a lot of us do. <laughs> we didn't need a good excuse for a party. But this was just a, a good recipe. Like, if you, if you are having a get-together for, for Mardi Gras of any type or, you know, just want to do a shrimp just recipe. Just want to cook a shrimp recipe, iron skillet's all you need. Some shrimp, some butter, some seasoning, some fresh, little fresh produce. You got it. It was really simple. It's all about the sauce. It's all. That's it's basically all you're doing is making a butter sauce. 
Worcestershire, some barbecue sauce. I mean, it's it's really really easy. Anytime you can dip French bread. That was your favorite part. You was like the shrimp's okay, but the bread, the bread <laughs> the and the sauce is really good. That's why I like serving that dish in the skillet because it, it stays warm and you can dip that bread in there. The bread you need to warm the bread up too. Like you don't have to butter it or do anything like that. Just take if you go to the grocery store, buy you a loaf of French bread or a baguette, wrap it up in aluminum foil. You, you could I've done it both ways. I've cut it up into portions and kind of put it back together and wrapped it up, or I've cut it after. I like but, before. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easier. easier if you do it before. Wrap it up, throw it in the oven or on the pit. It only takes about 12 minutes to warm it up good. Makes the outside a little crunchy and the inside soft and pillowy, and then it just soaks up that, that shrimp, that Mardi Gras shrimp sauce. What did you think about the Mardi Gras shrimp? I thought they were really good. Did you get that idea kind of from my failed rendezvous shrimp recipe? That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, because I've done barbecue shrimp before, yeah. and barbecue shrimp's real similar. It's a New Orleans thing, too. But this one, we, we had went to uh, Rendezvous, and you have to give them. And Rendezvous is a pretty famous Memphis Memphis barbecue. Yeah, it's a Memphis institution. Yeah, and if you want their barbecue shrimp, you got to call <clears throat> twenty four hours, twenty four hours ahead, and let them know. And I don't understand why, because 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 <laughs> all they do, I mean, to me, all all it is is like butter, lemon juice, and Rendezvous barbecue sauce and Rendezvous seasoning. Yeah, and then they put these shrimp in there, and I know they don't like marinate them overnight because it. Make that shrimp so tough you couldn't eat it, I would imagine. They got to thaw the shrimp, but, though. You think that's what it is? They got to <laughs> thaw the shrimp. It takes 24 hours to thaw shrimp. But then they just put it in a big pot and then add those shrimp and cook it and bring the pot and all out to you. And it feeds a ton. Yeah. Like it's a ton of a ton of shrimp at Rendezvous. But this was kind of, and you did a recipe on it here at the office. I just, found like a copycat recipe online and tried to recreate it. And I did it one time and it turned out pretty good. Yeah. And then I did it another time at the house and... Wasn't happy with it. Uh-uh. Just it wasn't the same. Yeah. Well, this one, I I I toned the sauce back a lot. Yeah. And I started with the fresh vegetables. I mean, I got the kind of that Mardi Gras color going on. Those are some pretty vegetables. The, the red in the was pot. It red onion, yellow bell pepper, green, green. Yeah. You, know, you kind of had those colors going. Red, green, and yellows. Sautéed those up. Added some garlic and then Worcestershire, some barbecue sauce, lots of butter, and that's really all it is. It's, I mean, you reduce that down. I cooked it right into everything on the skillet on the grill, like 350 on the Traeger. And then as that sauce got good and bubbly, I just let it reduce and get some grill flavor, in, you know, kind of infused into it. And then at the very end, you season your shrimp. You could use whatever you wanted on them. You know, I, I went a little King Crawl Cajun seasoning. If you got a favorite seasoning, hit them. And then kind of just arrange those in that sauce and just make sure they're coated. And it doesn't take, what, 10, 12 minutes Less than that. I mean, to cook those shrimp. Just when you see them start to change color, like to lose that translucent look, and they start getting kind of white and the pink, the the orange color in them turns to like a you know bright red mm-hmm. kind of color, that's when those shrimp are done. Pull them. Pull them off. Because <laughs> you, you got to think, that sauce is going to stay hot, and so it's going to cook them, so it's really easy to overcook them. When you overcook them, they get a little rubbery. You don't want them to do that. And I will say that if you try that recipe and you're doing it on the stove, which you totally you totally do, do it, stove, oven, whatever you wanted to do. It takes less cook time on a top stove top than it would in a pellet grill. Yeah, so you're just talking grill. minutes Yeah, at that point. Yeah. The shrimp, shrimp just don't take long to cook. Yeah. It's not about the shrimp on that one. It's about the flavors in that sauce <laughs> that makes it so good. The shrimp but, are yeah. good in it. Yeah, they're yeah. great. They're yeah. great. I mean, they're good eating shrimp, but it's about that sauce. <laughs> That's what makes it. And you can make that sauce ahead of time. You can yeah. let it come together. And... Definitely, definitely. You can take that sauce different kinds of ways. If you wanted to make it an Asian flavor, you wanted to do a jerk flavor, if you yeah. want to kind of do 
um, you know, Southwestern Mexican style flavor. You could do that with it. Could you like shrimp and butter sauce? I mean, could you <laughs> use any other protein? Um, I don't know what else you could put off I don't in either. there that That's would be good like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. One thing I did say that I would probably would do next time I hadn't done is take some andouille sausage and cut it up into little, you know, half moon shapes. Yeah. Saute that first, get it out of the oil, leave that oil in there, do the vegetables in that. And then put that sausage back in and that sauce and kind of create and give you d- different Would little you add butter then? Oh, yeah. It's still getting the butter. <laughs> it's still getting the butter. It's just going to have sausage and shrimp. All right. I mean, you could do – so that sauce would be good with meatballs. It'd probably be pretty good with little little cocktail weenies. I mean, because you're building Maybe. that same kind Maybe. of sauce. You Maybe, know? yeah. It'd still be, still be excellent. Yeah. But other seafood, I don't know what, what, what you would – I wouldn't do crawfish tails in it or nothing. Yeah, like that, I don't think shrimp's the way to go. Shrimp's the way to go. And I've I've done it with some that you have to peel yourself. You know, you cook that, and that's the, the way peel. traditional New Orleans yeah. barbecue shrimp yeah. is just peel on. I like it better when even the parish here locally sells a version of it, but they're head on shell on shrimp. And Those you got so hard to get. Man, they're just messy. <laughs> that's why I like using the raw, peeled and deveined. Because they're ready to eat. Yeah. I mean, they can still have the tails on them. I'm cool with that. That's just a little handle. <laughs> but <laughs> um, if you do have like head on, shell on, does it take longer to cook, or is it about the same time? Um, about the same time, really. It doesn't take a whole lot longer. Yeah. You just can't get as many in the pan either. That's in the true. Skillet. You can get what you can get. I think that was almost two pounds that I cooked in there. You know, each each package that I bought. Yeah. You, but a very, very, it's a very good dish. Um, yeah, it's a good dinner dish. You know, yeah, serve yeah, it for yeah, dinner for somewhere. Sure. What would you serve with that? Bread. Bread. <laughs> it's all you need is bread and shrimp. I mean, it'd be good with rice. If you had a, rice, a dirty yeah, rice dish yeah. or something, or vegetables would go good with it. I mean, when you order it in New Orleans, it comes in a big bowl with bread around the sides. And that's it. And that's yeah, it. That's what you get. Yeah, you get shrimp and you sauce. You get potatoes bread. and corn with it on the side. Oh, okay. Good. I could see that. Like little. New potatoes, new and potatoes, corn. yeah, new potatoes, almost like a bowl. roasted or or boiled, yeah, that would be good. You also did a king, uh, king cake bread pudding. That was a that was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think you could make king cake better. What'd you say? I didn't know. Uh, this will give you type three diabetes. <laughs> That'll give you type three. That's right. <laughs> I looked it up. That's a real. <laughs> it's a real thing. I, I just up. made it up. I had no idea. There's really a type three. Maybe it'll give you type four. <laughs> I think there's a type four. I don't know. You don't know what I'll talk. It'll four. hurt you. Yeah, it'll hurt you. It's got a lot it's of sugar sweet. in well, it. We got to think. We start with a king cake that's already sweet. Yeah. I mean, this was just a plain. Um, which what brand? It was Gambinos. I think Gambinos. Was it Gambinos? Yeah, that or? sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was. Gambinos. So I cut up that king cake just in bite-sized pieces. Just you know, big knife. I was looking for that little baby because I didn't want to chop it up in my bread <laughs> pudding. I found it at the very end. I was like, I was getting worried. Like, did I miss it? But, <laughs> but I found it, it. I took the baby out, and I put all that king cake squares or cubes, you know, in a big bowl. And then you have to make a custard that you kind of, you want to, because you got to get that bread saturated. So first I soaked it in some heavy cream. You just pour the heavy cream in the bowl, let it hang out for about 30 minutes. And then you mix up your eggs, your sugar, your vanilla, um, melted butter goes in it. So it's all the good stuff. Yeah. All and, the good stuff. And you use white chocolate chips, too. And a bag of white chocolate chips. You fold all that up in a separate bowl, pour it over your soaked uh, king cake, 
gently fold all that stuff together and then grease a casserole dish and dump that in there. So could you let that soak in that mixture for longer um, or would it matter? Or do you know? <laughs> I mean, I've never done it I a whole lot longer. Either. To me, it would just, I mean, yeah, I guess you could keep soaking it, put it in there overnight. Eventually they like, get mushy, right? It's just making this one like casserole style cake yeah. at that point. Or yeah. They call it pudding. I really don't know why it's called pudding. Maybe that's a English thing Red or pudding, French thing yeah. or something. But it's called a pudding, but it's kind of just like a moist, real moist cake. <laughs> all pudding. Yeah. But all you do then is throw it in the smoker or in the oven and bake it till it sets. Took about an hour, something like that, at 350. It I mean, you just a little longer um, on the pellets on yeah, the than it would in yeah, the oven. Yeah, it was about an hour 15 on that. But I just took a toothpick or a skewer. Stick it in it when it come back out, kind of clean. You can tell. You can shake it. Yeah, when you wiggle it, when and it, it sets. The egg set. Yeah, you know that the mixture sets. It's done. If you're cooking it and you go to and you kind of wiggle it and it's still wiggly in the middle. Yeah. Just let it keep going. So then you take it out and let it cool just a little bit, and mix up this white chocolate rum sauce for the top. Because you know bread pudding's got to have some kind of rum sauce, right? Or whiskey so, sauce. Or whiskey sauce. But I use rum because it's New Orleans, and we, I was thinking Mardi Gras. But that's super easy. It's like butter, heavy cream. Milk. It's butter and whiskey, and you kind of let that. You did this. You did the sauce for me. I ain't going to lie. The whiskey. No, it's butter and rum because we use rum. Um, Stick of I, butter, right? Butter, rum. You kind of let that cook for and let the rum, you know, cook off. Right. Let the alcohol cook off and leave the flavor and reduce it and kind of. Uh, brown that butter a little bit. Right. Then you add your cream and your white Make chocolate sauce, chips. and you slowly fold in those chips yep. until they melt off the heat. Really. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. And then you, you want just it pour to it seize. up into a jar, and it makes this white chocolatey rum flavored sauce, and that got drizzled all over the top of the king cake pudding. And then I come back with the different colored sugar sprinkles, and that was that's pretty much it. And at that point, it's pandemonium. I mean, <laughs> That you whole- just feel your blood sugar going up looking at it. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. It was very good. We brought it up to the office. and Yeah, I kind of got, got that demolished. idea. I've seen people do uh, donut bread puddings. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. if a donut will work, why won't a king cake not work? I've never seen anybody do that with a king cake. But yeah, um, Paula Dean had a famous... You just got an old boring king cake, turn it into a bread pudding. That's true, because sometimes king cakes are a little dry. Yeah. You know the ones I like? The savory ones where they put the boudin in them. Man, they're so Ooh, good. That sounds really good. It's yeah. really good. It's basically like, it's like a croissant with yeah, boudin. With, with, so with the rice dressing, <laughs> boudin rice dressing in it. That's what it is. And it's so good. I like it better than the sweet ones. Yeah. I agree. What if you could do that? Like brunch style, a savory one. Almost make like a breakfast like casserole a crawfish with Crawfish cream sauce for it. It would be. It would be like a breakfast casserole, basically. A boudin Boudin breakfast casserole. The list. <laughs> See, that's why we do these podcasts. So I can brainstorm and we work, we, we hash out these ideas. I never would have thought of that until we just talked about it. Boudin breakfast casserole. No, that's a good idea. I like that. I love everything about that. It sounds good. Especially with a cream sauce to pour on top. Yeah, like a, like a, like a crawfish cream crawfish. sauce or a shrimp cream sauce or something to go along with it. Spicy. It'd be really good. It'd be a little spicy, but it'd be, be good. Creamy. I promise you that'd be good. Take some cracklings and put over the top of it. You also did uh, some crawfish rolls. Yes. 
I just went New Orleans up before, and I did all this before we went on vacation, knowing that I wasn't gonna have time when we got back. Yeah. To get hey, Pat Tuesday's Tuesday. The crawfish roll now. I don't know which one's more indulgent, <laughs> the bread pudding or the crawfish roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're on different spectrums because one's savory, one's sweet. But I mean, it's a pound of crawfish tails, like two packages of cheese. And then a bunch of mayonnaise, <laughs> and you saute up some vegetables to go into it, which is, you know, you can leave those out if you wanted to. Peppers <laughs> and onions. I just did like a red bell pepper I, and onion. I like the peppers and onions. You onion. like that texture yeah. in it? You mix all that up. The mayonnaise, the different kinds of cheese. I think I used a, what did I use? A cheddar and a mozzarella. Sharp cheddar and a cheddar, sharp a cheddar, cheddar and mozzarella. And he's like, just the shredded stuff in the bag. You don't have to shred that yourself. Just get it in the bag. Mix all that up in a bowl. Add your add your crawfish, and if you know you got a favorite, you want to clean your crawfish or wash all that flavor off of them. Go for it. I like the stuff they pack them with. I think it gives it flavor. But I mixed all that up, and it kind of makes this crawfish salad, cheesy crawfish salad. That's a good way to put it. Because I mean, it's it's really nothing to it. And then you take a package of Hawaiian rolls and split them in half like you're making sliders. On one half, you start putting that. I, I did a little garlic butter for the top, did I? It would, you just put your spread, your crawfish, cheese, mayo spread on the bottom bun. Put your top buns back on. Melt some garlic with some parsley. I mean, melt some butter with some garlic and some parsley. Brush that all over the top of them. And stick it on the pit until that cheese just gets ooey, gooey, bubbly. And you take them out and you kind of cut them, but it's, it's really great, like pull-apart style, too. Yeah, yeah. And, man, the cheese, the crawfish, it was my take on a – on a warm, cheesy uh, uh, lobster roll, crawfish style, but it's great for a party. I don't know. I don't even know. There's no bad time to eat that. <laughs> I could eat some of them right now. They're really, really good. You know, my biggest problem with a lot of those slaughter recipes is there's never any mayonnaise in it, and you solved that. I solved that. <laughs> I solved that one for you. And you think the mayonnaise, oh, it's going to be too much mayonnaise. It, the mayonnaise disappears in it's it. It's oil, yeah. It's just it's the just... oil that kind of keeps it all nice and going together and Oh, that one's good. When you pick it up, it just stretched from the cheese in it. If you like seafood and you like cheese, you'll love that. Yeah. It's a great appetizer. It's a take on crawfish bread or shrimp bread. I did a, was it a shrimp bread we did back on TikTok, Tyler? Mm -hmm. And you do the French bread and you lay it all out. It's basically the same thing, you know, um, butter and mayonnaise. I don't know. Is there butter in that one? I don't remember if there's butter. I know it's mayonnaise. I I know it's mainly mayonnaise, cheese, Worcestershire, and whatever. Seafood you want to put sauce, in it. Some hot yeah. sauce, some flavorings. I just did it slider form. And I like that because it's easier to pick you. up. I do too. It's easier to cut. It's easier yep. to grab. Yeah. Really, really good. And that one hadn't that one hadn't went live. That one been live yet? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Which Tomorrow. ones have you released? <clears throat> the king cake. Um oh, let me go look. It's on TikTok. Hurricane. Oh, I yep. did make a yeah, I made a signature drink. So you do your hurricane a little different. I do. How do you do your hurricane? First off, if you've never had a Pato's hurricane. What's a hurricane? It's a fruity rum drink is the best way I can explain it. In New Orleans, there's this famous restaurant, bar, meeting, water and hole, whatever, called Pat O'Brien's. It's huge. It's huge. they got multiple bars in there. They're known for a few things. But the New Orleans Hurricane is one of their. Did sing- they originate that? I don't supposedly? know. Supposedly, I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know about that. 
Well, they took but it they mastered it. Yeah. And I've and I you know I remember going back when I was I don't even know if I was old enough to drink sneaking in there <laughs> and getting a hurricane. Last time. And I, I think the record I've got, I've drank like 14 of them in one evening. I was going to ask how many. <laughs> <laughs> probably had to be helped out of there. But it was one of my favorite drinks. And in New Orleans, they keep them like ready to go. They have the hurricane glass loaded with ice. They hit it with just some rum and they top it with the. They got it in the uh, gun. Is yeah, that top, they got it us. in the gun. They fill it up. They stick the orange and the cherry in it and right you go. And, and you think that there's nothing in it. And, man, they will sneak up on you quick. Yep. Well, I took it and made it a little bit better. I used two kinds of rum in it. I used dark rum and white rum, and then I added some orange liqueur, some Cointreau, or was that Grand Marnier? I think I used Grand Marnier. Yeah. And, you know, it's so mine was amped up. Then topped it with the Paddo's mix, stirred it up, and garnished it the same way. And you used it's bitter. a classic. You like a little bit. Oh, I did. I did. I had to use a little uh, orange Angostura bitters too, didn't I? And what does that do? Just balance out uh, the flavor yeah, a little? Yeah, it just it gives it a different little note. Wakes up those flavors. Bitters kind of does. It's a, you know, an accent to a drink. Yeah. It's supposed to also help your tummy. It does, That's yeah. Well, say. if you drink 14 of them, you're, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but make it, make you a hurricane with, t- with two different rums. Add the orange liqueur. Add you some bitters. And then, you know, you can use you can make up your own juice. If you want to for the hurricane, it's it's usually, you know, two or three different kinds of juices. Yeah. But I like the Pato's mix you can buy. You can buy a powdered version of it and reconstitute it. Yeah, I've, seen I've, seen that. That. I've done that. With I've done it with a large punch. batch, like, yeah. like a hurricane punch. It's really, really a great drink, and it will sneak up on people <laughs> quick. Felt like that uh, pineapple whip that you came up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't take credit for that. I mean, that's not, of course, the hurricane is not my drink. Like, I didn't invent it. But I just like, that's the way I like to make them. That's yeah. what that was. That was my take on how I make them. And say if I'm cheating or not, using Pato's, but it's good stuff. There's nothing me. wrong with it. No. The easier you can make it on me mm-hmm. to catch a buzz, the better off I am. Do you know who Jack Harlow is? Uh, <laughs> The musician? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. White rapper, Curly yeah. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw his latest music video. Who's he running around with? Oh, uh, that one day, Drewski. Drewski, yeah, yeah. Um, saw his latest music video. You know what he was rocking? White what? New Balance. Oh, he had them Pitmaster Thirteens. <laughs> yes, on. he had the Pitmaster Thirteens on, <laughs> making them look cool as all. Get I'm out. telling you, don't knock them. Don't knock them in bees. <laughs> I'm telling. I got a fresh box of. I got a fresh box of Pitmaster Thirteens back here. I'm just waiting on spring. <laughs> I'm waiting on it. It's a little too wet, and nasty outside to roll out them solid whites. <laughs> you got to keep them clean. The ghost edition. You gotta keep them clean. <laughs> you gotta keep them clean. I need to scotch guard them so they can't get stained up. I got it. I got. I got me a fresh pair of Pitmaster Thirteens. I'm telling you, they're coming back. They're coming back hard. They were all over California. Were they really? 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 Yeah. <laughs> what about Jorts? Were Jorts back? I'm not familiar with that brand, but <laughs> Jean, Jean shorts. shorts. Oh, Jean Shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> really? Oh my god. Jean gosh. Shorts are back. Excuse me. Yes, uh, circa nineteen ninety nine, and like the dad uh, socks, if you know what I like. The yeah, high, yeah, yeah, high yeah. rise white sock. Yep, that's all coming back. Straight white, or they have colored bands? Oh no, the ones I oh. saw were all straight white. Okay, <laughs> they were like the cruise. Oh. You get you some cruise, some mid calf cruise, some pitmaster thirteens. When some I'm shorts. In- and then Every- a pocket tee. You gotta have that pocket tee. <laughs> Tucked in tight. Yeah, tight. And the and the cell Braided phone belt. holster. 
cell phone holster. You got to have that braided belt. You get uh, you get a little too fancy there. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back. Ireland just showed me a braided belt. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got the braided belt back. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's all coming back for you, man. It's coming up nice. <laughs> or TNs, whatever it is. Um, and now uh, McDonald's is rolling out this thing called the Hidden Menu. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of them started doing that. I guess you'd see it on TikTok, people showing you what you could get at these different restaurants or whatever. From yeah. the like the, um, what is the, the monster? It's not the Monster Burger. It's the Monster Burger's own menu. But they have, you know. Oh, the in and, in and Out has oh, yeah, the secret stuff. They were the first ones yeah, I remember yeah, hearing. Animal like, style. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that was off menu. And then there, then people started doing this other stuff. And the McDonald's is just embracing it, right? <laughs> but but they're, are they advertising it so it's not really off menu? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so when you pull up to the drive-thru, I'll paint the picture for you. There's like <laughs> a little menu before the big menu when you're kind of in yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. That little menu has... The hidden menu items on it. Yeah. Okay, that's where that's it. where you can get. They can't the, advertise it too much. And the call land, it sea, the and air menu. You know. Yeah. The Mark ordered one. He ordered the land, sea, and air. Tell he me, dashed what, it. He dashed it. Yeah. What's the land, sea, and air? So the land, sea, and air. <laughs> it, it, it takes all aspects of protein that McDonald's has. It's, it has the burger patty. That's your land. It's got. You just s- get one single burger patty. Uh. Or do you know? I, I, I think, think it's just one. So I'm I'm gonna set it up for you. Let me look at the it's picture. beef for your land, it's chicken for your air, and it's uh fish for your sea. Wow. So you're covering all the bases there. And so Mark was excited when he found this and I, and I talked to him, I was like, Mark, you gotta get this sandwich, get it for lunch and try it, you know. And he's like, All right, so he's two patties. Yeah, so he orders it. And so how it comes now, if I'm thinking that, I'm thinking, man, they've got this big sandwich they're putting together for you. No. They send you a box with a chicken sandwich in it, a box with a Big Mac in it, and a box with a, ch- a fish fillet sandwich in it. So you get all three sandwiches, and you have to assemble it yourself. So you're supposed to take that. You've got a great picture of the yeah. one Mark ate. You take the fish sandwich bottom bun off, and you put it on top. Like take the top Big Mac. Is there bun instructions? Off. Does it come with? The I don't know about this. Okay. This, is what, this is what Mark told me how. how it's, yeah, I guess yeah, he watched yeah. a video on how to do it. Okay. <laughs> so you put the fillet of fish on top. Take the Big Mac bun off. Take the bottom bun off the fillet of fish. Set that on top. And then on your chicken sandwich, you put it on bottom. Yeah. So I guess you somehow you take the bottom bun. I guess you're doing a lot of flipping around to these three sandwiches. I don't know. <laughs> but when you get them all stacked up, it's like a Big Mac jammed in a fish sandwich and a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and it's probably about I don't know. Six inches tall. Oh, it's big, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's got the cheese. It's got the tartar sauce. It's got the <laughs> special all, sauce for yeah, the Big Mac. All the sauce. I don't, know what, I don't know what they put on the. Is it the spicy McChicken or the regular McChicken? He said it was the spicy McChicken. Oh, man, caliente chicken. He took a bite and said, "That's pretty daggone." He ate the whole thing. <laughs> I said, "You probably just ate three thousand calories. <laughs> One sandwich." 3,000 calories. What killed me is he's like, I went ahead and ordered uh, a burger and a chicken Just in sandwich. case it wasn't good. Just in case it wasn't yeah. good. He probably ate those too. I wonder I what they what they called the just the burger and the chicken. Because growing up, for me, it was called something very, it was like the McGangbang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I grew up eating that for the longest time. And I'm pretty sure I saw that in the menu. But surely they didn't call it that. Yeah. <laughs> they have one that's just surf and turf. Yeah. That was the surf fish and turf. Sam- but it's fish sandwich and quarter pounder or something like that. Yeah. But you're so, talking about chicken. Yeah, chicken uh, spicy chicken, and you order a McDouble, and you kind of yeah, put them together. Put them together. 
That was that was when they were saying you could get them both off the dollar menu. Yep. Because you could get the dollar spicy chicken, the dollar du- big double or whatever. Yep. So two dollars, you got you a big gangbang. Don't say that. <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> we had a once. I'll add a bleep. That's not. I mean, is that against FCC regulations? I don't know. We can yeah. technically say whatever we want. That's but... right. Sorry, FBI. Is that risque? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. That's not for me. I've never ate. I can. I'm proud to say I've never ate a fillet of fish sandwich from McDonald's. Ever. I'm. I don't. I don't believe they sell many of them. For one, I've always said I know they got a bell back there. They ring it every time somebody orders one. But I mean, somebody must order them. They're on the menu. Ever. You have never. Never. No. Never ate. I've never ordered. If we go right today, would off, you take a bite? If we go and have one today. I mean, yeah, I'd try it, but it's, okay. I know it's not good. You thought that about Carpaccio? And That's not, this ain't even the same bucket. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to McDonald's, I'm probably going to get a Big Mac or, you know, I'll tell you Chicken what. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, my, my favorite thing to get in there is that, I think it's a number seven. It's like two regular cheeseburgers and a fry. Me too. I like it's like the simplest thing they have. And they've been making it ever since there was a McDonald's. We used to sell a lot of filet fishes when I worked there. Really? <laughs> yeah, like You worked so at McDonald's? Many. You worked at McDonald's? Yeah. So people actually everywhere. buy them <laughs> filet of fish. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, I would say it. A few, quite a few an hour, actually. Like it was really very popular. Yeah, I know. I worked at Sonic in high school, and like we, I mean, we had fish sandwiches on the menu, and it was like the square piece of like cafeteria style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School cafeteria style fish sandwich Those square, are the best ones. and we had to like pre cook them because they come froze, and you have to pre cook them for like four minutes, and then you take them out of the grease and you let them cool and you stack them back up and put them in the refrigerator, and then when somebody orders them, you can drop them back in. And finish cooking them, get them crispy or whatever. And it was just, I, that's why I never tried one. I was like, I'm not eating this. It just looks horrible. It smelled horrible. Like even when you open them up, froze. I guess it was they're made out of cod or yeah, some other kind of white fish, and it just has that mm, that good mm, old fish smell. It's not good. <laughs> and you slather on some cheap tartar sauce. I don't know it. if I've ever had a Sonic. Fish now, fryer. best if I'm getting fast food uh, fish sandwich and. Laugh at me if you want to, but Captain D's has the best one. They have a fire. That's the best fish, fish sandwich. sandwich going. If you're gonna have to stick it's down like and get a fish sandwich, it's like on kind of a little hoagie bun. Yeah, and it's got like their fish on it. It's good. With their tartar sauce with their for, good for tartar fast sauce. food. I, I never can see been. that. Never, never, never been. I can see that. You know, but going to McDonald's and getting fish. It's like, are you going? Have you tried one at Wendy's? Do they have a fish yeah. sandwich? Yeah, Wendy's. I've had their fish sandwich several times. Pretty good. Burger King used to have the best, but they've really gone downhill. <laughs> so you're a fish sandwich, fast food fish sandwich connoisseur. Yes. Like I know which one Pinky's out. This one right here is top notch. That's top notch fish right there. <laughs> sandwich between a bun and add cheese. Come on now. I don't add the cheese. I don't uh, like the cheese. Can you at least give it with coleslaw? <laughs> no. So you know the, the best fish sandwich is probably like a fried Mississippi catfish. Fish sandwich with like a good cow- slaw, yeah. homemade tartar sauce on it. I can get behind that. Have you ever had like a catfish po' boy like that? Yes. It's really good. It's fantastic. I love fish po' boys. I mean, a lot of times it's not catfish, I imagine. It's whatever they got, like grouper. I've had grouper. I've had, um, I don't know, flounder. Everybody's had a McFish, though. Come I on. I haven't. I haven't. That's one that I've never. Even going back to the days, I remember when they Lay had them in old blue clamshell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't order them back then. Styrofoam blue yeah. clamshell. Oh, that's when they were good. <laughs> <laughs> they were never, and never will be good. 
Let's start Malcolm's food reviews on TikTok. Let <laughs> <laughs> me try filet of fish first. Filet of fish. <laughs> what do you think about this filet of fish? What do you even drink with a filet of fish? Do you get like a Dr. Pepper? Panther. <laughs> <laughs> We're pairing. Yeah. We're pairing it. Right <laughs> I love it. Do they give you some malt vinegar for it? Because Captain Daisy gives you malt vinegar at least. <laughs> no. Uh, it's no, just, it don't go with a milkshake. It's just their tartar. <laughs> it just sounds disgusting. Um, the other day I saw on TikTok where someone cooked a tri-tip like a brisket. I've seen that, yeah. And it looked awesome. Uh, it was Booty's Barbecue, I think is who it was. I've seen... Um, I was going to ask you about that. Have you ever done that? I've never done it. I know Sterling Ball did them. I've seen him do them and talked to him about it. And it's... Uh, he said... I mean, they're supposed to be really, really, really good. Yeah, it looked it. To me, it just seems like I... It, you tend to dry it out because, you know, I, I, just, I try to rare. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I need to try one, actually. Yeah. That'd be a good. I've never tried test. it. Maybe this year that'd be a good one to do. That'd be a good test. Um, I think Mark's done one. Actually, I, I think Mark. Mark no, he did, he did a Bacanya like a Brit. Okay, no, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the cook time on something like that? Do you know? Uh, I've never done it, so I don't okay. know. I'm guessing okay. maybe three or four hours. I'm yeah, sure because it's, it's not be that loved. big. It's, you know, a three pound tri tip is a big tri tip. They're pretty. You know, they're they're smaller in size, but I would try it to see how it turned out. I just. I bet you would have to do something to add more moisture to it because it seems like, you know, it's part of the sirloin. So it's going to be, when you, when you take it that far, it's just going to dry. It's going to dry out. If you can catch a good one that's got a good fat cap on it and leave that fat on there so it's got something to render and something to keep it moist. I'll try it. I need to try one to see, see if, does it work? Yeah. Does it work? Because or if, if we like it, you know. I mean, it's worth the shot. I could see you the, like it if you like well done dry tip. Yeah, but this looked like a really good moist brisket and a great yeah, yeah. you know. There was a where did you see that on the community or did Tick, you see just TikTok. TikTok? You just hit my yeah. for you page. So I've checked that out. Yeah, I want you to try that out. So you got a few things. You got smoked salmon. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna perfect tip. that. That's gonna be my new Sunday brunch when I have to make you something at the house. Where are you gonna source the salmon? Costco, maybe. Sam's. I, I, that's my problem where we are. We don't have a great selection for yeah, salmon, and that's yeah. why I feel like the times I've gotten it, it's, you know, you're settling for what they have. I guess you could order some. I mean, you get the fanciest beef and pork sent to you from all over the world. Yeah, maybe I need to find a salmon person. <laughs> Send me some fresh salmon. Shout out to y'all. If- <laughs> With salmon producers. Maybe we can go catch some. Where? <laughs> Alaska. <Okay. laughs> Take it on the road, baby. <laughs> Alaska. Well, there's Atlantic salmon and there's like Pacific, like sockeye salmon or king salmon. I don't know which ones. I think sockeye is supposed to be the best for smoking. Yeah. I bet. I bet we could find some at Costco yeah. or get some shipped to oh, us yeah. or something. We'll sort. Leave that up to me. I'm gonna okay. find some salmon. That's on my list. I'm really doing that. Good. I've got so I've been wanting you to for a while. Well, I've got an idea. So you know when they serve when they serve that usually you've got little pieces of onions diced up, mm-hmm. and you've got your tomato over on the side, mm-hmm. and you've got your boiled egg sometimes. Capers. You've got capers. Well, I was gonna make like a um, a little fresh relish that kind of incorporates toma- all, everything. Yeah, yeah. But I won't put Ooh. the egg in it. Yeah, I but I would do. But I would do like the tomatoes, the onion, the capers, some fresh dill. Little lemon, maybe? maybe a little lemon to brighten it up Ooh. and seasoning it, and it, so it kind of makes like this, not a salsa, but you know, like a little fresh relish almost, and that's what you put 
on your salmon when you take a, everything bagel and you got to toast it. You can't yeah. just eat it plain. And you put you a little cream it. cheese. And little then... little light layer of cream cheese and your salmon yeah. and that little relish over the top. I think it'd be really, really good. I love that idea. I'm not as crazy about the bagel on the bottom. It's I like it. Too what, what do you think? What would you What would you rather have it with? I just like the meat. Or... And the... I skipped the bread on that one. Yeah, you go keto. He told that one. <laughs> that's just an excuse for no bread. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something I'm really going to work on because I enjoy it. I want to try that that uh, spice lamb. I got to give that. Gotta get get that working on that. Yeah. You need a good purveyor for lamb too. I got a good one for that. You do. Kevin can get some good New Zealand. Yeah, lamb. yeah, he can. So that's no problem. I never asked him about fish. I mean, I don't know if he's got a source for that or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to work on the fish. I finally got to cook in a nine wagyu brisket, and it was so. Did it turn out. It was yeah. It was really really really, really? good. I ordered it from them, and uh, got a ship to California. Cooked on a Rectech pellet grill, and it was wow really. Yeah, it was like really 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 good. Good. How did you cook it overnight and stuff? Yeah, put it on at like midnight or something like that. It probably cooked just about twelve hours or so. I'd say it was legit. Was <laughs> everybody blown away that you knew how to cook? Yeah, so it was my dad. It was like one of my dad's first time, like actually eating brisket. So I was yeah. like, I just ruined brisket for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, here's you something to shoot for, Dad. <laughs> but was, did you did you see any tri tip when you were out there? No, we didn't really go to many butcher shops or anything. Like I said, I just got that one shipped shipped in from Kevin. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I just used prime beef and TX. Yeah. So it was really good. What was yeah. the best thing you had out in California? That's hard, man. So the day yeah. after that, I went to AB's restaurant. Yeah, uh, how was it? Elmer Jasper's Craft Barbecue was really, really good. So good, good. I got a, uh, I met Mike. As I know, AB talked a lot about Mike last time. He's kind of the man behind the, the, the restaurant. restaurant. The yeah, restaurant yeah. Yeah. Um, was AB there? AB was not uh-huh. there. No, no, he couldn't make it. But uh, so we were, I, I had a brisket mac and cheese sandwich, which yeah, two I'm of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that one's going to turn out. And then uh, I had the pulled pork French fries, which are kind of they're basically, you know, Memphis barbecue nachos, but with yeah, fries. With fries. Yeah, yeah. And they were delicious. Everything there was really, really good. And it was at this really yeah. cool, like, food court, but it was like a bougie food court. Yeah. So, like, take it's like a food court, but with like good food. <laughs> that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. It was really, really Yeah, those food to- court t- style. Full blown restaurant, or is it like outdoor dining and everything? No. So, like, there's all these restaurants you go in, you order whatever you want, and you get a buzzer. So, you can kind of get like one of everything. So, that's kind of what we did. Oh, like, Ashley cool. got a different place. And like remember Atlanta. that place in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we kind of ate a little bit of everything that day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everything was delicious. Um, what kind of fries did he use? Did he use a shoestring? I mean, a, a like a... Small French fry? Yeah, small like French fry, big French steak fry. fry. They were like Waffle the medium, good. like yeah. the in-between fry. Yeah. Like a good fast food type fry. Yeah. yeah. And like seasoned, so they were like, re- and then crispy. It was Man. it was really, really good. Can we want to make some nacho fries now? Barbecue <laughs> nacho fries. Have you ever made barbecue nacho fries? That's a good idea. I mean, it can't be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually used nacho cheese with his? Yep. Yeah. Real nacho cheese. Real nacho cheese. Like was... out of the pump? Because <laughs> no, that would be really cool. No, it was. What I'm going to use. <laughs> it was in the back. I couldn't see that far. But... I bet it was out of the pump. I'm here talking about, I know good food, but one of my favorite <laughs> things is nacho yeah. cheese. <laughs> and fish sandwiches. No, you lost all cred. No street cred for you. You turned your card in. I know good food. Man, I'll tell you what, that filet fish. I dream about it. God, it's a good sandwich. It's not as good as it used to be, okay? You ever had a filet of fish with like blue plate on it? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just bring the jar with you, please? I did see. I did see one of the nastiest things I've ever seen in my life on TikTok, and it was this oh, dude. Gosh. What would it? He called it the smoker's, smoker's cough. cough. Have you seen it? No. It shot. is a shot of Jägermeister with two big dollop like spoons of mayonnaise in there. And it just floats around <laughs> in that Jaeger. And then you shoot it. And it was all I could do to watch a video. Not, I don't have the strongest constitution <laughs> when it comes to nasty stuff. But that one had me. It's like I wanted to look away. I could not. And then his reaction, you'll know why they call it the smoke. Well, I don't know. Yeah, he was just, oh, yeah. I don't know how he held it down. It's got either. to be the most disgusting thing. I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. Jaeger has a very Look it up, strong... the smoker's cough. Watch people do shots of it. It's disgusting. That's where I draw the line, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't think, there's nothing you could mix that with, mayonnaise and floating in something. And, oh, God. <laughs> it's just it's terrible. I've had one that like Sorry, turns Luke. to concrete when you shoot it. Uh, yeah, the it cement has, like, mixer. Lime ju- yeah, cement mixer. What so. is it? It kind of it's. It, I think it's got Bailey's and lime juice yeah. in it, and it kind of coagulates oh, before you can God, get it down. It's, terrible. it's a hard one to. You got to do it fast, but it's a hard one to keep down too. Have you I, done one? Oh yeah, I've done those. I didn't know about it, and somebody bought me a shot, and they didn't tell me what it was, and they rolled it down, so I took the shot, and I, it was disgusting. It's it oh, it's so horrible. Bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Kind of gets a buttermilky type flavor too. Oh, it's mm-hmm. disgusting. I can't, I mean, I'd do that. I'd do 10 of those before I do the <laughs> yeah. mayonnaise and Jaeger. <laughs> a mayo bomb. <laughs> Add a little Red Bull to it. Uh, that's all you need to do, need yeah. for get your day going. It's all you need, yeah. <laughs> so today we are cooking a catering gig and you promised me Let's we would not. Let's don't call it that. You promised people. Because I don't do catering. Cake. We're doing a friend a favor <laughs> by cooking some appetizers and making a charcuterie board. By cooking some appetizers. We're feeding 200 people, five different We're cooking apps a few apps. And a huge charcuterie board. Yeah, cooking a few apps. So what are we cooking? We're doing uh, tri-tips. Yeah, so our tri-tip is, and everything's like little boats. Yeah. Little plates, little boats. Yeah, it's appetizer, yeah. appetizer style. Um, tri-tips on some naan bread with the little... Um, like a spicy chipotle, aioli, cream sauce, sauce, whatever you want to call it. We're doing, um, some street top beef street tacos with, um, like a, a sweet Cuban spicy slaw. Yeah. Um, let's see, we're doing, oh, some Asian style, uh, meatballs, almost like in a sweet Thai chili meets Asian zing kind of Korean sauce. (laughs) On a meatball, you know, a bit, little it's sesame it's, seeds, yeah. a little little fresh cilantro on top of them, skewered. We're doing um, herb, chimichurri herb smoked potatoes. With a ranch cream sauce the on The ranch cream sauce on those. We're doing, oh, those bourbon, uh, bourbon, bourbon, chi- brown. bourbon brown sugar chicken skewers. That's the hot that stuff. Our- I think, that, I think that covers the hot stuff yep. we're doing, and then we're doing the big charcuterie with different dips and sausages, cured beets and cheeses and breeze and crackers and all that good stuff to go with them. That's it. I mean, just, just throwing it together. <laughs> <laughs> but that's we're doing 200 of each of those five things. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, for some lot. caterers, it's probably nothing. For for somebody that does not do catering. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. Everything's everything's lined out. Oh, it'll be good. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. It's about time to go start working on getting it loaded up. <laughs> well, that's all I have for this week. What do you have? Well, what do you have coming up? Um, What's your next video? We got to film this next week. Man, do I have something on schedule? No. I don't know. <laughs> I got plenty of ideas. Yeah, you do. No, I've got I've got ideas right now. I just don't know what it is. Which which um, what I want to do? No, next week's probably TikTok recipes, right? Yeah, so that's what's probably. on schedule to film. So I've got several things lined out that I want to do. Um, um, for that, we've got uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I did have a a version of a shepherd's pie at the pub where we went, and I thought that would be a good brisket shepherd's pie for St. Patrick's Day coming up. I don't know if I can pull it off in time for St. Patrick's Day, but I think that's going to be a good recipe. Oh, that'd be really good. Sounds really good. Yeah, and it's really, it's really, I mean, you could do it with chuck crush. You don't have to do it with brisket, but I was thinking like burn ends, cooked down in like a savory sauce. And then, and then you then top them with mashed, mashed potatoes? potatoes and cheese. And like, oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be real good. <clears throat> Believe me, it's going to be real good. That's coming up. Uh, we've got uh, the 19th of March. We're doing our first annual uh, shop anniversary. It's our shop anniversary from where we celebrated our grand opening last year. We're, so we're doing, we're doing some stuff here at the shop in Hernando. If anybody's listening and they want to plan to travel to Hernando, we've we got a, a special room right at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> got, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Just tell them you're coming to the, see the barbecue stuff. But, no, we're going to have the grills out there. The guys from Traeger's coming. We're going to um, have the outlaws out. We're going to have bull a big – We're going to have – We're going to be cooking crawfish. We're going to be, you know, probably making some jambalaya. We're going to be doing some tri-tips, some steaks. Um, have some demos going on throughout the day. Ribs. Um, yeah, going to do ribs on the stick burners. Um it's just gonna be a fun time out in the out in the you know celebrating spring, celebrating the shop anniversary. Hot dogs we'll for the kids. Hot dogs for the kids. George Strait may show up. <laughs> <laughs> All that good stuff. No, it's but it is always a lot of fun. It'll be from ten to two on March the nineteenth. It'll be a great learning experience, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, if you want to come out and check out how the Sparkers Run, see, yeah. get some tips on how we cook some of the stuff that we cook. Let's sample some stuff. I'm sure there's gonna be some samples. We're gonna have. Uh, Couple raffles, like if you buy, I think if you Heck buy, yeah, we got a drum smoker we're giving away. We got a pelican cooler. We got oh, all kinds of baskets yeah. and stuff. Tickets yeah. to see George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all this stuff. I don't even know. No, I saw him post a Happy oh, Margarita Day oh, National yeah. Margarita yeah, Day hey, post. Yeah. Good, that's good to know. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, that's good to know. Um, Whiskey Myers is coming to the Lander Center. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might cool. do go see that. It's right before Memphis in May, though. Oh, is it? It's like the weekend, loading weekend, that's Mother's tough. Day weekend. Yeah. Um, that's a good Mother's Day for <laughs> <laughs> Um, Last year at our grand opening, we just kind of passed out a bunch of food. You know, there was yeah. the, the learning experience wasn't there. So we're trying to do it where we actually do the demos. Like we have them scheduled and we're going to have the people mic'd up and they're going to go through the process. and Yeah, tell you about the cooker, tell you about how we're cooking, what yeah. we're cooking, all that good stuff. And we think we've got a pretty good uh, time time uh, line worked out yeah, for that. Yeah. Where, like you said, we'll start, and we, you know, it may be demos on the Traeger for 20, 30 minutes, and then we'll move over to the rib demo on the stick burners and go to the crawfish station. And 
So there'll be some cool stuff going on. Yeah. And they'll actually walk through the cooking process and yeah, explain yeah. that. And it's going to start at 10 a.m. on March 19th and go to about 2 that yeah. afternoon. We're shutting it down, 2 o'clock. 496 Whitfield Drive, about a block north of the Connection Gym, if you know where that is in Hernando. If you can't, just hit Tyler up on the shop page and he'll give you directions. <laughs> we'll get you there. <laughs> we'll get you there. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. 95.3 The Rebels going to be there doing the, the remote. <laughs> Balloon animals and face painting. Not this year. But we do have a kid. Live goats. (laughs) (laughs) That that was for Santa Claus. (laughs) The more I can build this up, the more people come, Shelly. Clowns. We did have live goats for Santa Claus. Where's the goats? Oh, you just missed them. (laughs) George Strait's in the back. Live wrestling. (laughs) We do need to get some wrestling up here. I don't think that would be hard. All right. Well, we got to wrap up this non-catering job. <laughs> we got to wrap that up. All right. Well, hey, anything else, Tyler, you want to throw in there? Hey, guys, just make sure you check out our Facebook community. It's called the Let's Get to Cooking. And like I said, it's always a great place to uh, meet some new people and talk to some not non-professional and professional pit masters and get some answers for all your barbecue-related questions. And make sure you download the app, How to Barbecue Right. It's available on Google Play Store and the Apple Store. And you can find all of Malcolm's favorite recipes over there. That's right. Well, hey, without further ado, for Rochelle and Tyler, I'm Malcolm. We'll see y'all next time. We gone.